We here at Sports Best Friends acknowledge Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people as the traditional custodians of the land, water and sky throughout Australia on which we record. We recognise their strength, diversity, resilience and deep connection to country. We pay our respects to Elders of the past, present and future as they hold the memories, knowledge and spirit of Australia. Welcome to another episode of Bad Life Titans. I'm Matt, with me is Anthony and Tom, and we are three gentlemen that have made bad life choices and end up Titans fans. Fellas, uh, life ain't so gloomy this week. No, a lot happier this week, that's for sure. Um, <laughs> partly because the Titans won and partly because uh, Tommy didn't nearly die this week. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah. it's, all been, uh, it's all been pretty good. Good this week compared to last, so um, yeah, we'll take uh, it. Nothing but W's all around, yeah, exactly. That's what, it. What, yeah, so um, yeah, no, very good win by the boys, and be good to talk about it, yeah. Tommy, how you going, mate? Yeah, doing a lot better from last week. Um, you know, just been resting up and whatnot, but no, that went on a weekend, made up for everything that happened, and Oh, I can't get. I can't wait to get into it, boys. Yeah, nice, nice. Yeah, same, same. Uh, let's just go straight on to the news, then, eh? And uh, there's not a great deal of news, which is good. No news is good news. Um, there's just a bit of an update. We had no injuries from the first grade side uh, from Sunday, but we've got a bit of surgery news. Verrill's underwent surgery on Monday and will now f- wait for his wound to heal prior to beginning rehab on his fractured collarbone. Meanwhile, Jamin Jolliffe is in good spirits after going under the knife last week for his ruptured, ruptured peck. Gold Coast Middle is expected to have missed the next three to four months, which is just brutal. Uh, Personal got to be back by round 17 against the Broncos. Burma is now two weeks post-op and to repair his ACL with uh, him currently still working on swelling and gaining movement before progressing to his next phase of recovery. And positive news out of the casualty ward, Aaron Booth made significant progress with return to the field last week, getting through light movement sessions successfully, much to the light of his teammates. So good news all around and good to get through that game unscathed considering the conditions it was played in. It was stinking hot. And by all reports, it was about 42 degrees on the field and um, those sorts of games you can just – it's pretty easy to get a to get a – you know, well, I think Tino got a broken nose, but he's not gonna. It's not gonna keep him out. But yeah, good stuff. Yeah, it's about as good as you can. Um, yeah, expect from the injury news. Like I said, thankfully, no more to add to it. Hopefully, um, well, it seems like most of the injuries really have been from training, um, this year, which is yeah, uh, yeah, that's it's bit bit concerning, but it might mean they're working extra hard. I don't know, but um, yeah. Won't have Bowie or Jamin back for a long while, but um, the other one I'm I'm hoping to hear something on soon is Jojo Fafita because under NRL.com it's just listed as a knee injury to be confirmed. So um, yeah, it'd be interesting to know how long he's out for. Hopefully, by the sounds of it, it's only a couple of weeks, but it'd be good. Yeah. To, um, hope we get some confirmation on that pretty soon. Our little birdie told us that that could be sort of somewhere around the buy, so two to three weeks. So there's no, there's been no surgery talk, so that's always a plus. Yeah, definitely. Usually ACL, yeah. they're onto it pretty, pretty quick. So doesn't sound like it's hopefully that. So yeah, hopefully just a minor, minor thing, and the little birdie's on the money. Yeah. Um, yep. Another little bit of sorry, Tommy. Another little bit of tidbit was just. Uh, the in the Tweedhead Seagulls game, um, quite a few yeah younger Titans that are on the on the cusp of, of getting picked uh, had had some good games. Trey Sporag scored double. Toby had a really dominant display, and Cleese had uh, had a dominant game as well, and was uh, man of the match in his game. So good stuff. Everyone's in form. 
in form. Yeah, no, it was, <laughs> yeah, no, it was really good to see um, some of those boys really do well in a Queensland Cup. Um, I think that's the positive about the squad we have is that we have these young guys that can come in throughout the year if we need them to. And I think, you know, the more games they play in Queensland Cup, when I have to come into the NRL, they will be more ready. Um, you know, you've got, like we said, we've got Quez Haas there who looks like a big prospect. And, you know, he, he had a great game on a weekend. Um, uh, Toby as well, you know, obviously had majority of our season and then, you know, dropped down a Queensland Cup. But, you know, if he can keep dominating, keep working on his game, get defensively better in Queensland Cup, you know, there's no reason why he won't be back in the NRL this year. Um, and then obviously Tremaine Spry is one of my personal favourites. Um, yeah, it was good to see him back out there scoring tries, doing well. Um, and I hope to see, I hope sometime this year we will see him back out on the field. Um, but all round, really good from our young boys. And, um, and yeah, can't really complain. Good to see them do well. Here you go, David. Go and get another try. Your third. Okay, moving on to the recap. The Gold Coast Titans defeated the Melbourne Storm 38 points to 34 in front of 14,483 people that dressed like seats. Um, The 38 points for the Titans, uh, because I was going to bring it up, came from tries to... Uh, Loffy with a double, Kelly, Vuna and Shop with a late double, uh, Tanner Boyd, five from six conversions and two penalty goals. The 34 points from the Storm came from uh, tries to Pennett, Pezzett, Meany, Sims, oh, sorry, Meany got a double, uh, Jerome Hughes, the grub, and Xavier Coates with a late one to make it interesting. Uh, Nick Meany kicked five from six. Um, who wants to go first? Tommy, you got what, you go first, mate. But I, um, well, firstly, great to get the win. Um, like you said, it was ridiculously hot up there, nearly forty-two degrees on the ground. Um, you know, coming up against a storm outfit that got pretty embarrassed against the doggies the week before, and had a couple of boys coming back. So, you know, it, it was against us. Um, in a sense of, in times gone by, a storm side that had guys coming back and was embarrassed. You know, usually we'll put 50 out on opposition. So to just just to get the win was really good. And it was really interesting watching the game, how frustrated Storm were getting in that second half. Like the first half, they were pretty much in control. You know, they were the Storm that we were used to seeing. They weren't rushing anything. They weren't panicking. As soon as that second half got in, it all started when... um. I can't remember the storm bloke that lost the ball, but he lost it. And then Joey Werner um, breaking a duck and getting his first ever career try in the NRL, which was great to see him back. And uh, he had a pretty solid game himself. But, um, 644 games, 644 days between appearances. There you go. And he gets, and he gets his first ever try and has a solid outing and a good win. Um, yeah. But yeah, after that arrow from storm, it just went downhill. They just were making um, terrible passes. They were dropping the board. They weren't kicking as well as they could. Like it, it just was completely different to what you're used to seeing with the storm. And I think, I think why I'm happy with this win is we capitalised on that. Um, and I think the overall perspective I look at this game is defensively we weren't great, and you know. I'll be honest, there were about three or four tries that were just really embarrassing to concede. Um, we had the young debutante for the Storm, Pezzett. Um, he got around shot far too easily. Um, and he scored a try. Uh, Meany's first try, I think it was Campbell and um, I want to say Stimson um, just should never have scored that. Try just far, far too easily. Um, Sims try right through the guts. We had about three blokes around him. Again, just too easily fell asleep. Didn't really have the defensive structure. And then the Jerome Hughes try um, late in the second half. 
Uh, we had Stimson and Boyd, and he just somehow manages to push his way through and score. So, you know, that, there were a couple of tries that we did concede that was just very um, disappointing to concede. But I guess at the same time, like we said, it was really hot. Um, you know, we had guys coming off that usually wouldn't come off as a result. But, you know, you, you still want to see a bit more resilience and defence. But, you know, all things considered, we still got to win. And in years gone by, if this would have been a game we lost. You know, if this, this is a tight inside, even last year, we would have lost this game. And... The fact that we did and the fact that we kept sticking it to the storm, kept putting pressure on the storm and got that last try to shop um, and essentially won the game, it was really good to see as a Titans fan. And it, it, I hope this is the game where it kind of gives these kids this mentality that we can still win those real difficult games. It doesn't matter who we're up against, who we have in or out, we can still win those games. And... um. You know, these sort of games are what you need to win. And we did that. We absolutely did that. Yep. Yep, agree. Anthony? Yeah, yep. No, you covered it pretty well. It was bloody first of all thoughts to anyone that was sitting on, is it the Eastern Grandstand? Yeah, the Eastern Grandstand. I think, uh, thankfully, everyone seemed to move move away but into the shade, but um yeah it's just a frying pan that's down i don't know if you've ever been there on a sunday saturday saturday or sunday afternoon it, like i don't know what it is it's like there's a magnifying glass over the roof because you sit in that stand and there is just no escaping the sun there it's brutal yeah yeah no i've only been to nighttime games thankfully but um yeah no it, i was planning to go to a daytime game i think last year it fell through but yeah, that's what I straight away I, everyone told me. Just do not sit on that Eastern Grandstand. So, um, yeah, no, it was um, just a stinker of a game, um, you know, especially for the, the big boppers. It was um, getting pretty tired towards the back end of the two halves. So, um, but, yeah, no, it was, um, oh, wasn't a perfect performance. You hate to let in 34 points. Although we did score thirty eight, but um, yeah, it's just still you know still waiting to see, you know, if our defense has improved. You don't want to be leaking thirty four points, you know, no matter who the opposition is. So um, it's hard to be overly overly happy. But as you said, Tom, this is a this is a game where years gone by we would have lost, and especially when the you know storm got in front by. A couple of converted tries and oh, I was expecting the worst, but no, the boys to their credit come back after half time and, and fought and fought and then um got back in front. So um yeah, plenty of errors from both sides. Obviously probably due to the heat and the sweat on the ball and and everything. But um yeah, I think really, really, really happy for Young Tino's brother, Isaac, he was, um, I thought, really strong. Um, us boys were speaking about it before we went on air. Just, you know, nothing flash, but he just got in and did some hard yards, especially for your first game. That's, you know, that's more than impressive. So um, him and Tino were both great up front. Uh, David Fafita didn't miss a tackle. He worked really hard. Um, and, yeah, I think... Um, you know, Lofi had a bit better of a game as well. He, he put down a, a sitter in the first half um, and he thought, oh, it might shake his confidence. But, um, yeah, no, he come back, scored two great tries. I, I don't know how he scored his second one. Um, poor old Warbrick must have been stuck in the mud. But um, That was just such a, a an elite move that he put on him too, like, he, he was running and he's come to a standstill and then he's sort of in and away on the spot and just froze him and next thing you know, he's just gone. Like that's, that's not taught. That's just pure instinct and, and just pure skill. Like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, smart. Yeah. Kid. Oh yeah. Brilliant yeah. play from the kid. Like just to, yeah, as you said, have the frame of mind and the smarts to do that. Um, You know, had no, had no right to score it, but still found a way. So um. But, yeah, no, just overall, just glad to get the win, you know. 
if you start two from three, you know, realistically you would have loved to have gone three from three, but, um, you know, compared to years gone by where we've started the year, you know, oh and three or, or something like that. It's, it's good to, good to have a positive record and, um, yeah, just very happy again, again, probably the only, uh, another critique is you know, I, I still just don't really get the plan for JC, you know, it, he sort of come on and they gave four and a break, which apparently four and um sprayed the, the poor trainer a bit, but um that's the competitive guy he is. So um but yeah, I just I still don't see, you know, the HIA sort of made it work this week, but it'll just be interesting, as I said last week, just how that's all gonna work, the the J C who yeah. gonna come on for and how it's gonna work. But um yeah, overall, yeah, glad to get the two points and bloody, yeah, they would have all had cold showers that night, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I agree with everything you guys said. I um, I just, that that first try that we laid on uh, just shows the importance of Dave Fafita in this in this um, team. Um, he he was the second man in the in the play, uh, two, two passes wide. He got the ball he ran his line, and just as he was running, just as he caught the ball, Foran drifted behind the back, and and Fafita drew in two or three defenders, which opened up the, the left hand side. Foran gets the ball out the back, passes it out out wide to to um to to Brimo. Was it Brimo? No, went to shop first, and then Brimo shop, and then inside to Brimo, and Brimo shoots down the line. Loffy makes a good move, and runs inside. Brimo could have scored in the corner, but throws a good pass back inside. That was all created from from the part. That was all created from Dave Fafita um, hitting his line and and drawing in the defenders. And that's I'm I'm really intrigued about how Foran and Fafita are going to work together through the year and and that stuff like that. And that's why we had so we felt like we had a lot of space down the left hand side is because of that Fafita Foran combo. And um, yeah, just just that was a, just a really good little um, tidbit from from that first half. Foran's had a bit of a mixed first half. I think that was kind of half the reason why they didn't mind leaving him off. He had a few errors towards the end. He let him back in the game in the uh, 24th minute or 23rd minute where he dropped the, dropped the kickoff after um, Loffy's second try. And that pretty much nearly killed our game because they scored 18 unanswered points in, in pretty quick succession in about 10 minutes, basically. And that was kind of... Um, Kind of worrying, but luckily, um, a little bit of AJ magic and uh, Brian Kelly sn- uh, snaps up the, the kick and scores on uh, his season debut on his return, and they end up scoring eighteen points in six minutes, seven minutes, uh, either side of the half. So, really good resilience from the side because normally that sort of shit, they, those fifteen minutes of doom just escalates and they can't get can't get it back out of uh, they can't wrestle the, the control back. And luckily for us. Melbourne were were pretty bad, um, but they were credit to the boys. They they took it they took it uh, took their chances when they could get them, and that's something that's a, a very big positive. They you know, just they can clean up their errors and clean up their mistakes. And I've been I was sort of critical on them all week about how poor they were even in, even in victory. But you know, on reflection, you just you just think about how hot it was. And just how taxing it is of those sorts of games. It's just a war of attrition. And if you can get away with a win, doesn't matter whether it's one point or 40 points, you li- and no one's injured, you lick your wounds, you do your recovery, and you move on to the next week. So I'm pretty happy with that. Um, I sort of had a point here about our right edge defense, but then I did a little bit of investigating. And at least one of our right edge players doesn't even make a tackle on the weekend. Phil Sami. Zero from zero with one ineffective tackle. Um, I don't know what we're doing. I don't know what's doing there, but yeah. Um, Brimo is looking like an absolute fucking god at the moment. Everything he touches is just coming off. He's And he plays a game at 100 miles an hour no matter what. In that sort of heat and the intensity he had through the whole game, unreal. And um, his touches are just... I can't wait to see him in uh, in meet Pete, Pete June, and if he keeps playing like this, it's going to be out of him and Reese Walsh for the for the Queensland fullback. So no doubt Brisbane will get it. But, um, 
just want to bring up the two hits on Tanner Boyd. I don't know why we didn't get more replays of the um, Justin Ollum shot on Tanner Boyd. He had to go off for a HIA, so there was obviously contact to the head. Um, but they only showed one or two quick replays and just and glanced it over. Um, and obviously, never, he didn't even get charged either. I, there was something there was something rough about that one. And and Jerome Hughes just flat out launches himself in the middle of a kick to pull to to knock him in. Like, why isn't that a symbiote? That's a symbiote every day of the week. You, you've launched yourself and shoulder charge a kicker while he's in the air. I don't get it. Well, actually, funny enough, um, it, uh, Justin Ollum was charged for a high shot on Boyd, but only got a fine. So they've admitted, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, I didn't realize that. I just looked it up. Um, but yeah, no, so he was charged for a high shot, but what they couldn't see that in the bunker where they're usually, you know, pretty, pretty on to high tackles. And, you know, the first time I saw it, I, you know, I wondered if it was my bias, but it looked like his shoulder hit the, you know, the point of the chin. So, um, yeah, that was the one to me that it should have been a sin bin, really. Oh, uh, he just like, <laughs> like a fair play. It was a big hit. Like there was, he got folded, um, and then like our, our good mate um, Jamal Fogarty got absolutely creamed in the Sharks game. Oh boy. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. Well, he did. But I mean, props to Tanner Boyd. He he copped the flogging out there in the heat, and he still put up some big numbers. I think he kicked for like three hundred and fifty meters, um, and and he looked pretty solid out there. I still, to your point, Anthony. I I, I don't know. I agree. I, I don't know how Warren and Boyd and 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 JC all fit together in the same team. Um. I'm not a hundred percent certain that Tanner's get the, the Tanner's the future. I I, I want to like I want I'll give him as much time as he want, but I just hope Toby keeps improving in the in the in the Q Cup and and he gets some game time at some stage. And just lastly, um, I touched on it before, but Loffy, um, just some great footwork and 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 on his second try, like that in and away was just pure class. And that uh, in, in the first try, just his presence of mind, just to let to he, he cut in really early once um, he saw AJ was was drifting, and he gave AJ the room to go into to hit the corner, but he was also stayed aware and and, and was ready for the ball, and um, just really happy for the kid. And uh, you know he's he's going to score a lot of tries down that left hand side, and uh, and I'm I'm all here for it. So, all in all, um, a scrappy but hard-fought and, and well-deserved win. And any win against the Storm, especially coming off a loss, is a good win. So, we'll take that any day of the week and we'll move on to, to, to North Queensland next week. Who It's going to be similar conditions, 5.30 in the afternoon up there at Townsville. It's not going to be pleasant. But they, they had a, the same thing this week. So, um, hopefully Cramp doesn't come into play and... And the boys are, are fired up, and a big chance of going three and one for yeah for the first time in a long time. Hundred and ten percent, it'd be nice. And then you go into the boy, I think after that, and or I don't know if we yeah. have one more game. No, it is the boy. It's boy. Yeah, the boy. Yep, yep. So yeah, if you're going into a boy three one, um, you're pretty happy, and then you, know, you have the week to freshen up and. Um, and come out after payback against the dragons, there, eh? yeah, exactly. Yep, so, um, but actually, boys, I just want to do, um, I'm being a bit like Buzz Rothfield at the moment, but um, just got some possible breaking news. I was just scrolling Twitter, um, apparently, I mean, you never know with English rumors, but apparently, we are on the verge of signing, um, the Leeds Rhinos hooker, Cruz Leeming. Oh. Um, he's been rumored with Dragons, Broncos, and a few other teams, but just uh, on Twitter, and there's a big article on the Leeds website about um, he's believed to be on the verge of signing with us. Um, he's a he's a hooker, so maybe with Verrills being out for ten weeks or whatever it is, they might have um, yeah, get a bit of depth. 
Yeah, but give a bit of depth. So, and he's meant to be pretty handy. A few clubs were after him. So, um, yeah, we'll see how that ends up. But just thought I'd, uh, I'd drop that in there. There you go. News, breaking news here on Battle of Titans. Good stuff. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. it. NRL three sixty has Buzz, Buzz Rothfield, but no. hey, which which one of you is Buzz, and which one of us is Paul? Which one is Paul Kent? Which one's Buzz, or which one's Brace? Yeah, we might have to send it to a bug guy. I'm the alcoholic, so I'll probably be Buzz. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll probably be Blocker Roach. I don't know. <laughs> All oh, right, man. Under the Steve Michaels Award, um, who you got? Who's who's up first? I'll take first, first up, hit up again. So, um, hey. my one. Okay, sorry. Go for it, mate. Yeah, right. Uh, my one point, and I thought he was very good. Chris Randall. Uh, obviously, he's now denying jersey for the foreseeable future, unless this um breaking news that Anthony just broke is true. Um, you know, look, he didn't overplay his hand too much, but I, I really liked him. He was quick with the passing. He was defensively strong. He played 65 minutes in that sort of heat in a position like Cooker. Um, he just he just had a very all-round solid game, and this is his chance to lay his claim at number nine jersey and make you know, when Sam does come back, makes Sam really have to work to get that nine jersey back. Um, but, yeah, that's the one point. The two points, got to be Tino. He had another big game, as usual. Um, I think around 145 metres. He made 21 tackles. He played, oh, shit, I don't remember how many minutes he played now, but he played quite a few. Um, 65, getting that sort of heat. Like, he... Was solid all round. Of course, had one or two mistakes, but you know we can't expect that with Tino at the moment. But um, nah, look, he's our captain, and he's showing why he's the captain. Um, really, really pleased with him. And the three points we've talked about him so much. He's going to probably end up winning this award. It's AJ. Eighty minutes completely in every single play, all the touches, all the runs. You know, he set up a nice try to Brian Kelly. He, he It's just that fullback every club would want. You know, he's he's not the most agile of fullbacks, but he just runs hard, runs quickly. He has a decent kicking game now. His passing game is getting better. Defensively, I think it's one of the best fullbacks in a game. So, yeah, I, I what what can be said about AJ if it hasn't already been said. Like, yeah. Yep. I've uh, I've gone uh, similar but different. Actually, very different. Uh, I've gone one point. I've gone for Loffy. Um, just for a young kid in that sort of con- in those conditions, a bit of pressure on the team um, to step up the way he did. Um, he, he, you know, he, he ran for 85 metres, uh, 20 post-contact metres. You know, he had, a, he had a really solid game for a kid, two tries, uh, line break, and just just the way he backed up and, and ran, um, I think he deserves a point for that. I've got two points for Shop. I know he got rinsed on the um, from, from Pezzet, but other than that, he was very solid. Two tries, uh, 136 metres, uh, line break. Just very, very, very solid game, and 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 he's he's looking to really nail that 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 uh, right center spot. And three points I've given to Tino. Just really locked it down in the middle all day. Oh, yeah, he had one error, which is really good improvement for him. Um, broke played with a broken nose. Just just showed his leadership qualities. Um, really stood up and, and with his brother there, and and that was my three points. Anthony. Beauty. Love your work, boys. Um, yeah, I'm going to go um, the one point. Uh, I'm going to go to Tino. Um, as you said, Tommy, a few errors. And um, if you can get that out of his game, just he's, you know, obviously he's still a young guy and um, he gets fatigued and all the rest of it. But if he can get those errors out of his game, he's just, he's a beast. And um, 
like without him on the field, I think we conceded those two or three soft tries through the middle. He comes back on, the whole thing turns around. So it's sometimes stats don't tell the story and he's one of those guys. So uh, one point Tino, um, I'll go two points shop. Um, you know, a double, a good, a good runaway try and um, the one that ended up being the, the, the icing on the cake. Um, and he just... He just very physical in defence, and um, he's just a bit of a presence out there, and um, you know, he still got beaten for that that uh, peasant try a little bit too easy, but um, you know, he'll he'll learn from that, and um, all centers are going to make those sorts of mistakes every now and then, so um, you're willing to live with that, um, and then I'll go three points for AJ as well, um, he's. He's just unbelievable the difference he makes at the back. I was, you know, as I've said all along, I wanted to keep him at five eighth, but no, he's just he's definitely one of the better fullbacks in the game, and he, you can just you can just tell the team's different with him back there. So, um, he's just a, he's a workhorse. He had that little little error which worried us a bit. Um, the, the little kick down field he had all the time in the world, and um, just a little bobble and knocked it on. Um. But outside of that, it is very impressive again. So yeah, he gets my uh, gets my three. Um, so yeah, going on to the the leaderboard. Um, you've got AJ. He's well out in front at eighteen. Um, then you've got Tino second in ten points, and third place tie is for Fida and Isaac Liu. Nice, nice. So AJ gonna be hard to beat, but. We'll see. Yeah, unless he gets uh, his origin call up and misses a few weeks. So we'll see. I'm no expert. I just love the game. But more than that, I love the community. If you're a fan of rugby league or the NRL, you'll love Big T's Tees. Unique, affordable and made for fans. Find a link to the online store in the show notes below. You'd look good in one of Big T's tees. Okay, moving on to the preview. Uh, Saturday night, the Gold Coast Titans take on the North Queensland Cowboys up there at the Abattoir. Saturday at 5.30 p.m. kickoff. Uh, the Gold Coast Titans named an unchanged side. Um, AJ Brimson fullback, Loffy and Sami on the wings, uh, Kelly and Shop in the centres, Byron and Boyd in the halves. Mo and Tino in the front row, Chris Randall at hooker, Fafita, Joe Stimson, and Isaac Liu in the back. Uh, the bench is still JDC, Joe Vuna, Aaron Clark, and Isaac Fasulmala Ali. Um, I'm just having a quick look at this Cowboys side, and I tell you what, if we don't win this game, I like their bench. I know I said this about. The Dragons, but their bench is just god awful, god awful. Yeah. Um, Jake Granville is like seventy five years old, um, and and look has a worse worse haircut than Bo Falloon. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Neem Griffin in the Neem Griffin and and Jordan McLean, like, come on, man, Reese Robson, we gotta be, we gotta be winning this. Yeah, I think this is one, you know. If you looked at the start of the year, you you know you're like, oh, could be a toss up. It might be a tough bloody road trip. But um, fast forward four weeks into the season, the the cows aren't looking what they were last year. You know they barely got away with a win in round one. Um, they were pretty lucky too. Um, and then round two, three, um, back to back losses. So. I think I've seen a stat on, on Twitter. They are 28 points to seven in the second half this year for over the three games. Wow. Sounds like the 2021 Titans. So, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. No, so that, they, they just look totally different. I don't, I don't know. You know, a lot of people tipped cows to, you know, maybe last year was a, a bit lucky and they're a bit burnt out or whatever, but. Um, at the same time, you don't want to take them too lightly. Um, if there's 
ever a chance. They're, they're, they're always going to bounce back most times, these top teams that are going through sort of form slumps. But um, it, it's the perfect week. You know, drink water is, you know, some most people's tips for the Dally M winner. Um, no Hiku, you know, that you replaced by. Absolutely. Just to go back on to drink water, absolutely crueled me in Supercoach last week in my head, head. I think he was on minus two for like 78 minutes and then eked up to three points. I think someone said they captained him and so negative. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, you wouldn't have been alone there, but no, he's, he's a huge loss. I, I thought Chester wasn't bad for him last week, but um, Drinky's a huge loss and for me, it's, you know, Kieran Foran especially needs to be looking at that, le- well, left side attack for us. Cows right side. You've got um, Chad Townsend. You've got Nanai, who's, you know, unbelievable try scorer, but um, he's he's pretty prone to missed tackles. I think he missed about five or six last week. Um, then you've got Shibasaki and... Um, yeah, you've got uh, is it felt on the wing there? So yeah, that's if that's... they're not if they're not isolating Shibasaki with Dave Fafita and 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 Kieran Foran, yeah, something going on. Hundred percent. That's the that's the side most of our damage has got to be going down because you know the other side's pretty settled with Holmes and Talangi. That's the old the old faithful side. So um, we we've got to be going down. Lofi, you know, if we're serious. Lofi probably hopefully gets a hat-trick or a double in this one. Like, you know, as you said, should be running a lot of ball down there. Um, Still going to be humid in North Queensland, but it shouldn't be like last week's conditions. So hopefully, you know, Dave Fafita and he he doesn't get as tired and he can can cause some damage, as you said, with Shibasaki and Nenai. But, um, yeah, on, on paper, we should be winning, even missing Verils, but we should be winning and um, yeah, you've got to be wary of the Cowboys bounce back. Yep. Yeah. And no, I think after last week and how the Cowboys played, how we played, I, I will be disappointed if we lose this one. Um, you know, we, we played some really good attacking football last week. Cowboys haven't been amazing defensively. Um, in, in any of the games, really. And, yeah, that left-hand side of us, mate, if that left-hand side doesn't wrap up all the daily end points and all just the, the tries in general, something's wrong there. You know, for Fida, I think we'll have a big game. Um, you know, Lo-Fi, like you said, Anthony should have two or three tries. I think Foreign will dominate that left. Um, Brian Kelly... As well, up against Shibasaki, should be pretty fun with that friend of Kelly's. Um, but yeah, it should be a it should be a good game. Um, should get a win, well, you hope to get a win. Um, you know, and then we have the bye next week, so to be three on one going into the bye, like that's massive, and you know, give some of our boys a quick little braver for the season, and then we can start off again against the Dragons, I think it is. And, but, um, yeah, no, this, this game is a must-win. And, um, again, like, like we've said, going to be very humid, very hot. Um, so, hopefully, that won't be too bad. And, um, yeah, I, I think that's pretty much it. Just go to the left, give it to Fafida and Kelly, let them do their magic. And, um, yeah, um, yeah, I think the I one think thing. Sorry, sorry, Tommy, you got. I was just gonna say the one thing I am finding interesting about the Cowboys is with Nanai, he is not running the ball at all. Like I had a look at his last game. I think he had, had three touches of the ball around for like four meters or something. Yeah, right. like he he's not running the ball this year, and um, obviously he's still very. Worrying when it comes to the tries because you know he I think he nearly broke Ryan James record last year. But when it comes to running meters, I mean, just having a quick look 
yeah, he had six runs last week for 43 metres as the second row. I like that's Kevin Proctor stuff right there. Um, but, you know, I think it's just got to attack that left hand side, make those sort of guys tired, and then we just play out a game, let the humidity take its course. And yeah, that's, that's pretty much it for me. Yeah. I think, I think, um, the, the real key here is um, nullifying the go forward with with Hess and and um, and Tamalolo and and um, and um, Jordan McLean. I think if we can just if we can win the forward battle, the, the points are going to come. And this, I think this is a really big opportunity for our forward pack to to stamp their authority on a game. Um, I think they've been a little bit lacking in some games. So far, especially against the Dragons side, they got a little bit um, bodied. So I, I really hope because once that interchange, like we've got him in the interchange for sure, with um, with, with Isaac and, and Aaron and Joe, I, I really want. I would really like this. I'd like to see this um, Tino, you know, running for 150 plus. Mo running for 150. Um, Joey Stimson's sort of been a bit quiet this year so far, and I'd like to see him grab his um, grab his spot and, and just just sort of get a little bit more solid with his his defense and his attack. Him and Tana sort of haven't clicked there yet, so I'd like to see that improve. But yeah, really just need to to, to tighten it up through the middle. Um, don't give him any space. Don't give him any meters, and and the points will just flow. If you can just keep 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 within eight or nine points, eight or ten points. You know, into the half, and you'll run away with it. You know, we've got no gas, the Cowboys, and I'm, I'm looking like an idiot picking them for the premiership. Yeah, they just haven't looked like the same team. As I said, it you wouldn't have been alone picking them for the the premiership, but um, yeah, I just yeah, as you said, I think the forwards have got to step up and match their forwards, and then you know, on paper, we should have too much class and. And strike with our with our backs so and our halves, but just uh, hoping hoping for a bounce back from from Kieran. Um, you know, I think he was pretty poor last week. He, he basically got the hook in the first half to have a bit of a sit down, and um, yeah, I think he dropped the kick off, didn't he? And yeah, a couple more errors, and he just looked off his game. And um, to even- his credit, though, he come back. And played pretty well at the end of that. So yeah, he did. That's it, and that's you know that's generally your experienced heads. You know, they they respond well, and they you know he would have known he, he stuffed up. He's not playing the standard, and as you said, he come back and and played pretty well in the second half. So hoping hoping for a really strong performance from him to you know say the the, the way I started the storm game wasn't acceptable. I know I've got a chance on this left edge to set up some points and you know do you think do you think maybe he's um just guilty of just trying maybe a little bit too hard like he knows he's he's like the, you know this star recruit that's coming in to try and make a difference in this young side and he's probably just trying to press too much instead of just getting down and doing his job i think i think that could be yeah i think you could be right there especially like last week yeah, T- Tanner coming off that really bad game against the Dragons, he-, he probably would have felt more pressure and and gone. Well, I need to protect him, and I need to, you know, I need I need to do everything to sort of take some heat off him. So you, you could be right there. Um, of course, because you know, according to the NRL media, he's um, you know, he's the only signing we made and the only only good player in the side. So. He probably would be feeling that pressure, and you could be right. So, um, I'll, I'll back him. He's experienced enough. He's played for what ten years plus now. Like, he'll uh, he'll have a good good week, um, good game this week, hopefully. And, um, yeah, hopefully our bench comes on, and they were pretty good last week, actually. Like our bench, Joe Vuna surprised yeah. me a little bit, and, um. Aaron hasn't sort of kicked off to what I thought he would have, but he, he was still pretty strong and he, he adds that bit of speed around the ruck. So, um, yeah, but he hasn't sort of like, he hasn't stuck out, which is like a good thing as well, because he hasn't been like blaringly bad, like, like a, like a, 
you know, like a Kevin, you know, Kevin Proctor, you could just see how bad he was. Like he was just a fucking, like just a germ sitting out on the field that you couldn't get rid of, you know. Like with with Aaron, he just does his job. Like he's not he's not out there. He's not you know making you know two hundred meters and busting twenty five tackles, but he just gets in there, holds down the middle, does his job, and gives Mo and, and Tino and Isaac a rest, and and then when they and, and lets them freshen up. So yeah. I keep being keep being un uninspiring and, and just do your job and and then I'll, I'm quite more than happy and don't overplay your hand. So yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. I was that just makes me happy. Sorry, go Tommy. I should say it makes me happy hearing that you know people aren't upset with Aaron. Um, you know, like like everybody knows, I have a big thing for Aaron at club and. Um, you know, I'm just I'm just happy to see him play in a position that he, sh- you know, like we said, isn't um, making a big name for himself there, but he isn't, you know, being a Kevin Proctor and really showing for this shit. So, yeah, you know, uh, and I, I think the thing with Aaron as well, he's, he's only 24, 25, so he still has a few years, like still has a long, a lot of years left to really develop into that lock, um, but. We all, you always need those one or two guys in your side for just do their job. Don't try to hand too much and just get, you know, do what they're meant to do. So, you know, I'm happy for Aaron and, yeah. Yeah. I was just um, having a quick look at the weather up there in Townsville for Sunday. It's um, 32 degrees with uh, the UV index. The UV alert is from 7.50 to 5 o'clock, so it's going to be stinking hot in the afternoon by when they kick off. Um, sunset's down at 6.20, so they're going to play a good portion of the game in the heat, in the sun, um, and 25k hour easterly, so it might be a little bit um, rough out there. But Yeah, it's just rough for both teams, and that's, um, yeah. Yeah, but, you know... Uh... The, the New Zealand boys, they handled that sort of weather pretty good last week against the Cows. Yeah, so, um, yeah, hopefully, especially us playing in that game last week, hopefully we um, yeah, might might actually find it relieving conditions. You, know, you never know. Yeah. So, um, and look, if, if they do win and, and we end up going, what, three and three and one, and you sort of look back at the start of the year, if, you, if, if we had said, under your head, would you take three and one and going into the bye? Every single one of us would have jumped at the chance. So let's, uh, I'll take three and one, and we'll get to three and one, go for the bye, and then uh, reset and start again for a good run into the, into the, I think around four buys, pretty, around five buys, actually pretty much perfect, really. Get through the hot rounds, and, you know, at the very worst, we're going to be 500, you know, 50 50. But, you know, if you, Three one, it's you're just really giving yourself a big launching pad into the year. So let's get it done, boys. Thirteen plus. Oh, and side so, side so note, actually, yeah, get it done, boys. It's um my wedding day on Saturday, so I. Oh, that's right. <laughs> that's surely, surely wedding present. The boys get it done, and um, yeah, other uh, all the groomsmen are actually Cowboys fans. All my mates, so. Um, oh really? <laughs> and, and about half the half the actual wedding uh wedding guests. So I swear to God, if they don't get it done, it's gonna um obviously be the best day of my life. But I'll tell you what, it's gonna be the worst best day ever. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Make it make it a bit more miserable. But no, it'll be be a good day either way. Um, if she's listening, but um, yeah, hopefully, surely they get it done. Oh man, it'll just make the um. The groom, the 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 speech you make at the end of the night, they'll just make that even so much oh, more sweeter. Oh, you're not wrong there. It'd be very, very, uh, very, very pleasing. So, uh, yeah, we'll see. Fingers crossed. Very good. All right, we'll do it for Anthony. You bums. Okay, we got any Twitter questions, Anthony? Yes, yes, we've got a got a couple of questions um this week. We'll um go off the bat with a good one from um our mate Lembretta. He's uh sent it straight to the boss man and he says, um question for the podcast, which one of these scenarios would you prefer? Would you rather smash the Broncos forty nil in a regular season game 
and finish the year in ninth or get smashed by the Broncos in the regular season, but finish eighth, snag a lucky win in the finals and get belted week two and eliminated. What matters more, a local derby win or a finals series? Yeah, it's tough. It's it's a real tough one because, I mean, if if it was just the Cowboys or the Dolphins, they wouldn't give a shit, and you'd be saying finals. But because it's the Broncos, it make it's that extra. I think he said just smash them both home and away forty nil. Um, look, I've got a couple. I've got a caveat for the, for that. So if if we did smash them forty nil both games, and we only finished ninth. I'd have to assume that those two losses would put Brisbane tenth, and that would make it palatable. Um, but in saying that, I'd still want to see play finals. If, if they get one finals victory, that's great. Sure, yeah, you get dusted by a better team in, in the second round. That happens, but you got to start somewhere, and you got to have take baby steps. So, I mean, deep down, the Bronco hater in me wants to say the Broncos beating the Broncos, but I want the club to play finals, so I'm going to have to say finals. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's a it's a tough one because, like you said, Matty, you want to see the Broncos get smashed, you know, 40 nil home and away. Like, that. that's a Titan fan's dream, and, um, you know, it would be just beautiful and poetic to see, but at the same time, we've won one finals game in the four finals appearances we've had. Um, and I was back in 2010 against the Warriors and the quarters. So it, it's been a long time. And I, I think for that sake, and like you said, you know, you've got to start somewhere, you've got to build. And I think I would take the, the finals win. Um, to, to be honest, that sounds a lot like could have been what 2021 was. Could have been in the Roosters and smashed by Manly, but um, you know, I think yeah, make the finals, get a win, gives those guys that experience, that confidence, and yeah, sure we get belted, but hey, we made the finals, still made it before the Tigers again, so you know, a win's a win. Yeah, uh, spot on. Um, yeah, really, really tough one, but um, as you said, Broncos getting smashed is is beautiful. I think there was no. No better season in recent memory than 2020, just seeing them get absolutely beaten to a pulp uh, every Friday night was quite enjoyable. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, there was the rugby league community at United every Friday night. It was the one time when Twitter was actually um, like a, a safe space. <laughs> yeah, I've never, I've never seen anyone so happy. It was, you know, it was like, like rainbows and sunshine and everyone was getting <laughs> along. So, um, yeah. Yeah, oh, it's beautiful to see, and um, especially you know, you blokes would probably be the same having so many you know Broncos mates or or Pete family members, whatever. Like, it's always always pleasing to be able to stick it to them. But um, yeah, the the realism in, in inside says you, you'd have to hope for a finals finals appearance. Um, finishing ninth is, is nice. You know, I think that was. What we 2020, we did that. Uh, yeah. it was st- still nice and you know, it's, it's still fairly competitive, but you know, you you want to make the finals and um, w- winning week one be nice, w- you know, getting smashed week two, not so nice, but yeah, just to say you made the finals, you you want a competitive team, so I'd have to choose that. But um, if I had uh, had my choice and you know, what it's our podcast, so we can do what we want. Um, how about we, you know, smash the Broncos in week one finals and, and then bow out in week two, that'd be pretty sweet as well. So yeah, I, I, I would cop that. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. We'll take that. So, um, yeah, no, we'll go that one, but, um, another question, um, uh, at big Cal GC, he says, uh, when Jojo's back, um, does Shup hold his spot when he does? Surely our best center wing combination is Khan Pereira, BK, Semi, and Jojo. What are your thoughts? Oh, Jojo. Yeah, Jojo comes back in and shop stays. Shop has been very, very solid since the start of the year. 
He's been defensively solid. His attacking has been decent. Like it, it would be a discredit to shop to drop him. Um, Carl Piera, I think, stays. You know, he's he's only got to get better of the amount of games he plays. I, honestly, if anyone's got to drop, it's got to be either Kelly or Sami. Realistically, I think. You know, Kelly, obviously. Has I think a high, has better potential, but you know we also do know that he is defensively not the greatest. But at the same time, Sami made no tackles against the Storm, and you know if that kind of continues, you know it's a bit of a question. But um, shop shop yeah. stays in easily. I, I think Sami's best position is centre anyway. Um... I don't like him on the wing. I, I, I would have, yeah. Uh, I, yeah, I, I, I don't know. It's a tough one. I, when I first saw that question, I'm like, yep, definitely 100%. Shop stays in. Kelly drops out. Um, but I think this is this is Kelly's, this is a, um, a contract year, yeah? He's, he's playing for a yes. contract So he could, he could regain some form. Um, it's a good question, Cal. I, th- I think... I know Shop got rinsed by that peasant fella for, for a try, but other than that, he's been pretty solid all year. Um, the Dragons game, everyone was dreadful, so you, you just put a line through that and, and move on. But in that first game of the Tigers, I thought he was pretty good. And he's, he's, like, he's quick, he runs hard, he's tough. I'd like to, I'd like to see him lock down that spot, that right centre spot. And... Um, Sorry, the 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 yeah, right center spot, and um, and Joe, him and Jojo were forming some sort of combination before before they they got split up. So I I don't know, like if if Kelly keeps playing like he is now, then I'm happy to keep Kelly on and and move Sami out. But if Sami kicks into a gear and or Kelly starts dropping or whatever, like. It's a good position to be in. Like we've got depth again, and you know we were just talking about Tremaine Spry. He's he's, he's waiting for a spot to get into the wings. Um, you know we've got Keanu Kinney who could probably play a wing spot or maybe even slot into center if he gets a bit of bulk. Um, and, and also look, um, you know, cover AJ at the back and 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 JC like. He played a fair bit in the centres while Kelly spent some time off, and he was quite serviceable. You know, they they ran a bit at him, and he and he was quite solid in defence. So it's a good position to be in, and, and I wouldn't hate seeing either one of Kelly, Shop, JC, Sami in the centres, even even JoJo in the centres. Like, give it to me. Yeah, yeah, no, it's definitely better. Like you said. Uh... To have options, that's always the the preferable rather than not having anyone and wondering who will who will slot in. So, um, yeah, I'm not sure I agree either, Cal. I think Shop has actually been probably one of our better outside backs besides Jojo. Um, round one against the Tigers, he pretty much, you know, he he stopped about three tries at the end there. So. Um, Dragons, he he was, you know, everyone was pretty poor. And then, you know, he, he scored a double in round three. So, um, as I said earlier, I think he's like, he's a bit of a defensive presence at the moment. He, he, of course, like every centre, he has his moments, but um, he, he has strong contact and he was forming a pretty good combo, as you said, Matt, with, with Jojo before the injury. So... Um, I think and don't forget yeah. too with that on that defense too. Sorry, sorry to interrupt you, but like he spent the whole preseason training with Dave Fafita um on his inside, and then Bowie Firma goes down two days before the season starts, and then he's got Joe Stimson there. Yeah. Uh, and, and Fafita's moving over. So um, you know, you can't you can't sort of blame him. Yeah, you, know, you always blame guys for missing tackles and getting rinsed and making bad reads. That's fine, but you've got to give give him and, and Joe Simpson a chance to gel and 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 they'll, they'll figure it out. I, like I'm 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 not I'm not um, screaming for for um, shot to to get to get um, 
you know, to get a sense of bloody Q Cup. So, no, nah, no, nah, that's right. That's a good point, actually. With the, you know, you can throw out your combinations when you've been training with with one person all preseason and get switched up. It um, but he's handled it handled it pretty well. Um, considering you know, it's, that's the first time I've sort of seen him beaten pretty easily. It was it was on the weekend, so. Um, yeah, I think I think the easy option if I was gun to the head I had to choose today would be Sami to Sami to go out. He just I know, he just he's been a bit 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 quiet for a couple of weeks now. He had a pretty good game against the Tigers, but you know, as you said, if BK keeps playing like he does and he, if him and AJ can strike up a bit of a combination with that little grubber behind the line, um could be handy for us as well. So um yeah, I think at the moment Sami drops out, but uh, yeah, we'll see after the buy reassess how everyone goes this week, and then got the buy, and hopefully Jojo's back if um if the rumor's correct, so we can make a decision then. But um, the next question, um, uh, Chris Shard, he's a new follower, he's just joined us, so welcome, Chris. Hey. Um, Said a name I haven't heard for quite a while. He said, "How come every time I go to say Chris Randall, I say Chad Redman?" <laughs> you remember, remember him, boys? No, I don't actually. Chad Redman, who was that? He, uh, was he he played five games for us in in twenty fifteen. Dummy half. So. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. He uh, he's yeah. never never played NRL again since 2015. So clearly, uh, we killed his career. <laughs> what a oh, man! What a career he had too. What do you have? Uh, seven games seven. in total. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Man. Um, yeah. I, I it, it sort of sprung to mind the the name, but. Yeah, not until I looked him up and went, Oh my god, that's uh yeah, a bit of a bit of a flashback. So um Well I mean I mean to be honest, like Randall's come from Newcastle. Um he's only played one game. Ooh. There's a few similarities <laughs> there. Yep, you could be onto something. Oh, hopefully has, has anyone ever seen Chad and Chris in the same room? Not not to my knowledge. I don't I don't think it's ever happened. <laughs> Wow. Wow. Maybe that explains why I'm buying an English hooker as well. Who knows? Yeah. yeah. A bit of a conspiracy. So uh, better than the resurrected ghost of Chad Redmond. Oh, just a <laughs> just another Titans name that um will go down in history, household name. So yeah. Very, very interesting. But that is the uh last of the questions for this week. Ah, very good, very good. Uh, once again, guys, that'll pretty much do us for, for this week. Thanks for joining in. Um, hope you enjoyed the show. Please share us around in all your all your groups and, and whatnot if you if you can. And um, yeah, we enjoy all the love we get on Twitter. Thank you very much. Don't forget if you are on Twitter, you can interact with us at, at Bad Life Titans and you can find all our personal socials there. Don't also don't forget to also uh, hook in to big Biggest Tiger and the um, best friends, uh, sports best friends podcast. Network. Sorry, I've just had an aneurysm. Um, <laughs> thanks again, guys. It's the heat. Looking forward to a big win this weekend against the Cowboys. Um, mate, Anthony, good luck on your wedding, mate. Congratulations. Uh, don't drink too much. Enjoy the day. Uh, weddings are awesome. They're, they're a great day. And um, just make sure it's, uh, you know, they say the weddings are all about the brides, but make sure you enjoy the day too, mate, because there's a lot of, it's, it's also about you as well. And uh, You're a good bloke and uh, she's done well to get you and uh, have a great day. Cheers, mate. Really, really appreciate it. I'll, um, yeah, I'll be sure to enjoy it. I don't know about the not drinking much part. We'll see how that ends up. <laughs> um, but yeah, other than that, um, no, I appreciate the kind words, boys. And um, yeah, look forward to, um, I might be might be out of action for a couple of weeks with the honeymoon, but I'll come back refreshed and um, like the boys, we'll have a, have a bye and um, yeah, well, I'll be back back fresh and ready. So, uh, thanks very much for that, mate. All good, all good. Too easy. Yeah, hope hope to go. Hope the day goes well for your man. And 
you know, it's kind of weird, you know, one of my first ever followers and now six, seven years later, here you are on getting ready for your big day on Saturday. So, you know, hope all goes well, mate. Uh, best of luck to you and your future, your future missus. And yeah. Cheers, mate. Yeah, no, it's been time bloody flies, but uh, nah, I've known, known both of you boys for a while now, just on the, uh, on the Twitter landscape. So no, it's, um, yeah, time flies, but no, thanks very much for that, mate. I'll, um, hopefully the boys get a win. It'll be even nicer, but yeah, either way, it'd be a, be a very special day. So, um, no, I appreciate it again, fellas. Nice one, mate. All right. Thanks everyone. We'll um, talk to you next week. Cheers. Sports Best Friends would like to thank you for listening right to the end. You are our kind of people. Find other great sports podcasts in our family by subscribing. And remember, social media isn't a bad place. You just need to follow the right people.